And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Brie and Teach podcast, episode number 53 today. Hello, everyone. It's so nice to be back. Um, we've been planning to do the podcast, and I like I'm not even lying when I say this. We really were planning to for the past like two weeks. And the last podcast I think we did, I want to say, was like when we talked about our birthdays. Yeah. So it was the beginning of October. I played the spooky music, the whole shebang. Yeah. But now we're in November. November. So we are just the worst podcast host ever. <laughs> um, but we've been busy. All good things, though. It's been a lot of the the reasoning that we gave you last time why we didn't do the podcast tomorrow. It's the same exact thing. Just the scheduling has yeah. been tough. And honestly, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Um, actually, before I get into that, make sure to subscribe to the channel if you are new and have not seen any videos. If you are a repeat watcher or a listener and you still have not subscribed, make sure to click that subscribe button. Back to what I was saying. Um, a lot of the reasons why we, um, you know, that we talked about in the past as the reason why sometimes the podcast schedule has been inconsistent has been strictly because of the schedules that we yeah. that we both live now and also there's times when you know we haven't seen each other all week because of our crazy scheduling and then when we do see each other we want to do other things we want to go out to eat we want to yeah. do a bunch of other things rather than sit down and, and do the podcast so yeah so not not saying that the podcast is like in a negative connotation no, just no the podcast is definitely like like our hobby yeah but like you're not always in the mood to do your hobby like you don't always feel like sewing <laughs> but like so I work 10 to 6 and then TJ usually works like 5 to 11. So it's like constantly never, we're never on the same schedule. Never. But today on a Monday where Brianna has off of work and I don't have work until five o'clock, we were able to go give Rocco a bath at two o'clock and then come home and do yeah. the podcast right before I go to work we, over here. Not to interrupt you, but if you guys are watching on YouTube and if you could see all the dog hair on me, <laughs> I promise I'm not dirty. This is just the outfit I wore to give, give Rocco a bath. So I guess... I guess right now I am dirty, but in general, not dirty. So sorry if you see dog hair on me. I know it's I know it's not cute. And a lot of people don't like that. And if you are watching on YouTube, you could see that I have my Lakers championship merch on. It has been um, since we last recorded. That's how long it's been. The Lakers, when we last recorded, the Lakers were not champions yet. And now they are obviously. Oh, well, the, good thing the, you have other podcasts to talk about. The, the NBA champions. So now <laughs> my Lakers, this is the first of three shirts that came in yesterday. So I'm excited about that. This is the first time in my life. Did you I, even get my shade? Yeah, I you got your shade, it. but I went right through it because I wanted to talk about it for a second. This is the first time in my life I've ever, like, ordered championship merch or anything really like that. So it was exciting. It was an exciting experience. And now here I am wearing the shirt. Okay. Well, <laughs> here we go. I guess that leads us into our weekly recap or, like, the last, like, two weeks recap. Um, first off, I guess we'll start. Let's not even do weekly recap yet, let's say. So today is November 2nd. Yes which means tomorrow is November 3rd of 2020, so it is election day. So you'll basically be watching this on election day. Yes. So I guess we will put in our predictions now and then see what it's like tomorrow. What? Our predictions for what? Like who's going to win? That's what you want to talk about? Briefly. Not not a whole podcast. I'm, I'm really, I'm so tired of talking about all this like negativity and everything. Like I know it's important, but it's just like so draining, like hearing all like the negativity. All right. Who do you think is going to win? Well, we talked about this. <laughs> and we, I've, we've been very vocal about who we've been voting for. So don't get my words twisted when I say this. But, like, I do kind of think Donald Trump is going to win um, as much as I don't want him to. I do think he's going to win because, I don't know, I feel like his supporters, like, 
they love him. Like not even, I don't, this is, and this is me being totally judgmental. So like, don't take my words the wrong way. Like if you're a Trump supporter, like this might not even apply to you. I think that people, I think a reason why he may win is not necessarily because people are voting for him because like, they're like, oh, we're behind his policies and we're behind the Republican party. I think people love him. Does that make sense? It makes like, sense. Like I think they're like a fan of him, not necessarily, well, I guess what he stands for, like, you know. That's him, but I don't know. My, I don't, here's my take on it. Um, I'm not a fan of either candidate at all. Um, I have been saying that basically the entire time. I've actually been really hesitant on voting. I still didn't know up until this morning, really. I still didn't know if I even wanted to vote because I didn't know if I could walk away from the ballot feeling, you know, good or comfortable about what I just did. But just hearing everybody speak you know, about how like I listened to President Barack Obama. He was on the shop with LeBron James on his show and just talking about just everyone should vote. Everyone should go out there and vote. People die for your right to vote. People fight for your right to vote. Um, you know, in a lot of other countries, people don't have this right. They're not allowed to vote. So the fact that it's here like in America privilege. that we have that privilege of being able to vote, I feel like you do have to take advantage of that opportunity. With that being said, I do think Donald Trump is going to win um, in our lifetime. We haven't had a president only serve one term. Every president in our lifetime has a, has served, you know, the two terms, two terms the full eight years. Um, and I've been saying this. I think love outweighs hate. And by that, I mean, I think that the supporters like Trump has supporters and he has haters. I don't like I don't think Biden has supporters like that. Like, I think people are just anti-Trump. So they're going to vote Biden. And for that reason, I would just go with Trump because I think his supporters are going to show out to the they're going to show out to the voting polls. They're going to show out and they're going to cast the votes for him. Whereas I think people are kind of just hoping Trump loses. I know all the most recent polls say that Biden is going to something you said. Okay, I just let me finish this last point. I think that, you know, I mean, all the polls come out and say that Biden has, you know, twice the lead that Hillary had. And if he lost, it would be this and that. Like, can you trust the polls? Some people say yes. Some people say no. I don't know exactly where I fall on it. I'll believe it when I see it, if Trump is going to lose. Like, I'll believe it when I see it. All the polls say this. All the polls say that. Whatever. I'll believe it when I see it. I won't be shocked either way. Either either outcome, I won't be shocked. You kept saying, like, well, not kept saying, but you mentioned that love outweighs hate. Yeah. And I agree. I definitely think that more people love, like I said before, not necessarily the Republican Party, but love Trump as, a, like, a person rather than love, like, than the Democrats love Biden as a person. Um. But in the same breath, like, I'm not necessarily, like, I, I'm not a huge Biden fan, but like I said, I don't like Trump, but that's not necessarily the reason that I'm voting. I'm not voting Biden because I hate Trump. I'm voting Biden because, like, like I want love rather than, like, hate. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I love my black friends enough, or, like, I love my gay friends enough. I love, like, my, well, my feet, like, my girls enough to vote for someone that's going to, like, use their voice towards good rather than divide like Trump has been. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. And my, my whole thing on this, I'm not, I'm, when I talk about politics and we don't really ever talk that much about politics on the show, even though over the year we have, we have been, but, um, my thing on politics, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, I know the greatest answer for all these taxes and, uh, the best answer for the policies and everything like that. Not at all. I just think the number one job of the president of the United States is to unite the people. And I personally don't believe that either of these candidates are going to do that. 
So we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. So what comes down, like what made you decide then to vote Biden? Like if you felt that neither would unite, like it, what, it, like, it, what it, poli- like I know like last year you weren't a fan of either. Again, you weren't, was not a fan of uh, Hillary or Donald Trump. But what came down to it is you were like, I'm not like pro-abortion, but you're of course pro-choice. So that's what came down to you voting Democrat. Is that the same thing this year? It would be the exact same thing. Yeah. It just comes down to a few, a few of the things um, like I'm pro like, I think marijuana should be legal. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, that falls on the Democratic side of, of like they fall like the Democrats are in support of that, whereas Republicans are not. Um, I think it's I think pro-choice should be, you know, legal, obviously, mm-hmm. whereas uh, the Republicans are kind of against that. And also gay marriage, like you should be able to marry whoever you want. I don't think the government should have any say that's like in, who, most mar- in who marries who. And I know that is, you know, a hot topic with the um with the Republicans versus Democrats as well. So just a few of my just a few of my morals lie more towards with the uh with the Democrats than than the Republicans. But with that being said, like I, I've talked about this with you, Brianna. The politician I like is is Andrew Yang. Like if you don't know who Andrew Yang is out there, he ran for president. He didn't really do much with it. Um but he's just, you know, smart, he's a smart guy, went to law school, went to Ivy League. He, uh, you know, he's very analytical. Like, I think we should probably take a little bit more of an analytical approach and how we do things in this country. And I would like someone that would be, you know, very innovative and leading it that way. But between the two, I'm asking what made you choose? My morals. Okay. Yeah, just those, you know, abortion, marijuana, and, um, and, you know, gay marriage. So I'm just, I lean towards that. I'm not comfortable really with – I don't really think either guy is the answer. And I don't really like either of the vice presidents either. Like I don't like Kamala Harris. I don't like Mike Pence. Not really a fan of any of these politicians. I've been saying I think we need – you know, there's a duopoly in this country with Republican and Democrat. I would love to have more options. But it's 2020 and this is where we are. So I'm sure a lot of people had to make choices. And listen, if you're out there, people will say, I don't like Biden. I don't like Trump. But I don't want that huge tax cut. Like I don't want – all these taxes on for that reason I'm gonna vote Trump. Which and- doesn't make any sense because no one our age is making over four hundred thousand mm. dollars. And that's like the big thing. Like I from what I was reading, no matter who you who wins, your taxes are gonna be raised a little bit, but not like detrimental to the point where like I'd rather pay a little more in tax and have like my gay friend be able to be in public without being harassed or have have his marriage be legalized. Like that's but then I guess, that, I guess that comes down to morals. Yeah, no, it's you. And um, it comes down to, you know, people vote selfishly. People vote on what's going to affect them the most. So I think for like we both, you both, you think Trump's going to win. I, I I'm not going to be shocked by either outcome. That's what I'm going to say. I kind of think he's going to win. I don't know why. I just have like a <laughs> gut feeling. And maybe it's just because like 2020 has been so shitty already that you're kind of just assuming it's going to just keep getting shittier. But at the same time, like, I know everyone's like, oh, you know, we wanted someone that wasn't a politician. And like, I like, I get that, but we get like, you gave him a chance, and he's, we gave him a chance. <laughs> so, give someone else a chance, even if it's not the best option, like we discussed. Is you could well then all right. Just I don't. I really don't want to talk about this anymore. But people would argue the counter argument would be, well, Biden was in office for eight years with Obama. And well, what did Pence do? Well, no, they're not. It's not about Pence. It's about you said. We'll give someone else a chance. Mm-hmm. You'd be giving 
Biden the chance who already had eight years in office. Did so, he have a chance? Yeah, he did. He was the vice president of the United States. He was the vice. What does the vice president do? Am what's I? A, am I? Do the, I just? Am I? What just does the president do? I thought they do everything. Not everything, but they have like a bigger say. Like they do like the executive orders compared. Like what does Mike Pence do? What is what has Mike Pence contributed? He's uh, you just the ideology would be you'd think that he's a powerful voice in the room. If if you're just going by logic or not by logic, if you're just going by you know the pecking order, you'd say the president probably has the most powerful voice, and then a guy like Biden, well, uh, the guy like the Biden, presidents don't do anything. They had their voice means something like when there's, you know, having those they're discussions having and, and they have when they're having those discussions and, you know, you're breaking down laws and policies and things okay, like we that. We literally said this was going to be a quick conversation. Yeah, I just, we are 12 minutes I just in. think, though, if you're talking about giving someone else a chance, I'm for that. I'm for giving someone else a chance. But you're saying I Biden just, already had Biden a chance. Biden already had his chance. So he's been a politician for a long time. I would I like you, I would like to see more than two parties. That's where I'm going to stop. I get that, but that's never going to happen. I, it's not. So you have to stop saying that as you're reasoning all that. Whenever we talk about this, he's always like, we need a third option. I'm like, yes. I We like, need a third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth option. I partially agree with that. But then at least when it comes down to like Democrats and Republicans, like major issues are very black and white. Yeah. And that's why I hate that. I hate that we can't like, why can't someone have some views that lean right and some views that lean left? Like, why can't, why, why does it have to be so far left or so far right? Why can't it just be oh, you know, like, I think we should do this and that. But also, if the other party thinks we should do this and that. And I agree with that. Like, it's just so, it doesn't have to be, you so know. Divided. it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be us versus them. It should be a collaborative effort. And rather than, you know, during these debates or during these campaigns, rather than smearing the other person, which is all anyone ever does, why don't you just talk about what you're going to do to change? Why don't you talk about how you are going to impact change and make change in this country and how you're going to make it a better place yeah. and a better place to live? America is still the greatest country in the world. I just don't I just don't like how we're so stuck in it's left versus right rather than a I collaborative think effort. Is up there also. Rather than a I just want a collaborative effort. That's all. I just wish people that had the best interest for, you know, the American people rather than their own personal yeah. agendas would be on the ballot, but right. they're not. Well, anyway, so um now that we went on our <laughs> our rant, let's talk about our weeks. TJ, do you want to start? Uh, Brianna came to a game for the first time. Yes, I came to one of his games, and it was really cute. I think it was a fifth-grade game. The kids were, like, so adorable, so tiny. TJ was really passionate about working with them, and as he'll probably um, – was, well, he was telling me, like, he really loves his job. Yeah. So that makes, like, such a big difference throughout your day is going somewhere you enjoy, working with people you enjoy, and, like, making an impact. Like, it's more than just, like, a paycheck. No, absolutely, and I think that's – we've talked about it on the podcast, and it is such, like, a big deal, so – I'll give you a quick example. Like my little brother, Chris, he's been, you know, he didn't go to college. He did a different route. He was going to go to, um, he went to like um, a vocational school, as I was trying to say, you know, plumbing, like to learn how to become plumber and, you know, electrician, all these kind of things. Right. And obviously COVID hits and it changes the trajectory of what he was trying to do. And then, you know, months go by, he feels like he needs to do something. So my mom gets him like a job, even though it was high paying, it would have been really high paying. He would have been making really good money for a 19 year old, like really good money. He was just very against the job and hated doing it. And every day he was there, he felt trapped and felt bad about what he was doing. Like he wasn't happy going there. And like you just said, like, I'm so happy going to work every day. And I'm just like so excited about it. You know, 
people, young people out there, especially people who are younger than us that are listening to this, don't trap yourself in a box and do something that you hate just for a paycheck. Like figure it out. There's something out, out there that's going to pay you and you'll be happy doing it. Like mm-hmm. I think we're both kind of in that spot right now where you're very happy with your job and I'm very happy with my job as well. And I was just very excited that Brianna was able to come and like just watch us in a game, even though it's way more than just the game, like got practice, the lessons and other things. I just wanted to read this real quick, Brianna. I got a text message from one of my parents on my team. I wanted to read it to the podcast. Is that okay with you? TJ is so annoying. All right. So I texted one of the kids on my on my team uh, team's mom because he's uh, one of my best players on my fifth grade team. I coach a fifth grade team, eighth grade team, and a second grade team. He's one of the best players on my fifth grade team. And he was out because he hurt his ankle. So I just wanted to check up on him. And I was like, I... Hey, hi, it's TJ, uh, Cam's coach. I just heard he's going to get an x-ray for his foot. Just wanted to check in and see how he was doing. She responds, hey, TJ, I really appreciate you reaching out. We are big fans of you, how you coach the kids, and the culture you've made for the team. And then she goes on to tell me that he's okay, Cam. But just I've gotten a lot of good feedback um, from a lot of different parents about... TJ, we are lucky he was able to make it into my basement today with how big his head is. I'm a good coach. I'm not going to, I'm honestly not even going to be shy about it. Like I'm good. No one thought you were. I'm good. And I think at that age, Brianna, a lot of it is, and this is what I really like. Like I know the game of basketball and I could like do the X's and O's. That's fine. But I think what I'm really good at is building a relationship with the kid, explaining to them that basketball, you know, it's, you may not go pro. You may not even play in high school or college. But you gain a lot of good qualities. You gain friends. You gain hard work. There's mm-hmm. a lot of qualities that you could take from the game of basketball and apply to other places in life. And I feel like I do a really good job of that. I demand attention from my kids. I demand they pay attention. I demand that they are engaged and focused and they uplift each other. All of the parents have been really on board and they really like it. And I'm really excited to continue growing with my group of guys who we're going to keep going through the winter season here. I'm just very excited about the kids that it's I have. All good things. So yeah. it's a good reason why we haven't been on the on the podcast the last three weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else for the week? Um, what else did you do? You've just been working a lot. I've, I've been working. It's just been strict games. Uh, I'm working the desk there. I'm doing practices, obviously, lessons. Like just, I've just been full swing of basketball. Yeah. Okay. So is this my time? Yeah, you're good. Okay. So... Did I do anything this? I didn't really. <laughs> I didn't really do anything. Um, I was exposed to COVID, so that was fun. Oh, yeah, um, talk about that. Talk about your COVID experience. I so I got exposed to COVID, so I had the luxury of getting a Corona test. And guys, I was having a mental breakdown. Like I hate the doctors to begin with. I hate. I hate anything medical. I hate having to be on medicine. Whatever. So I was having a full-blown anxiety attack before I went. So I went to an urgent care to get my COVID test and I got the rapid and the PCR. The PCR is the three-day one that they like touch your brain with. And I went in and I was I felt like I was like five years old. So I had to go in alone because it's Corona. So already I'm having an anxiety attack. And I was like, and she's like asking me questions and like the tears just start rolling. And the nurse was the, her name was Sarah. The nurse was the nicest woman <laughs> in the world. She was like, she was like, oh, like, you'll be okay. Like, do you want me to show you the thing? And I was like, Sarah, I do not want to see it because it's going to freak me out more. 
And I promise you guys, if you have to get tested, it's not as bad as I thought. Like it's definitely uncomfortable, but like the part that goes actually like to your brain is like maybe like the size of like my, like my pinky nail. Like it's like maybe an inch long. So the rapid test was a breeze. It's like as if you like had a bugger and you just like put a, like a Q-tip up your nose to get it. That was a breeze. But the PCR, like it, it's quick, but it's uncomfortable. Like it, it goes up to like your tear duct and it like it burns. It feels like as if you're in the pool and like you breathed in through your nose by accident, like mm. water gets shot up. That's what it feels like. And then like I had a drip for the rest of the day. Um, but anyway, so like it came back negative. So that's a plus. <laughs> you would think that Brianna was like awaiting a court date, like to see you if she was going to get sentenced to prison. To life. Yeah, of how nervous she was before yes. going to take this uh, this COVID test. So I had that. Um, TJ told me not to talk about this because it's gross, but I'm going to say it anyway. I say not to talk about anything. Okay. So I have to get tested again for Corona on Thursday because I'm getting a colonoscopy. Um, I've been having some tummy issues and a few things like I, they did like some blood work and a few things came back weird. So I'm getting colonoscopy. Um, so I have to get tested again for COVID on Thursday, which sucks because that one I went to was an urgent care. So a doctor did it. And this one, a nurse is doing it. And the doctor flat out said that like nurses are sometimes a little more aggressive. So now I'm going to have another panic attack, but maybe I'll film it on, maybe I'll film it on my phone and we'll add, remember we used to do the clips in our weekly recaps. Maybe I'll film my COVID test and we'll edit it and you guys can see how far up it goes. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what's going on in my life. Lots of uh, great stuff. I also <laughs> wrote down here that I need a new car. So if you're listening to oh, this and yeah. you're and you're selling a car, I need a new car. <laughs> so, like really soon. Yeah, like really soon. So I'm in the market for buying a car. Um, the last thing that I had on the weekly recap, I wanted to say this. I wanted to get this out there. We started the podcast, Brie and Tej. It was originally going to be called Bachelorette with Brie. And was we, it? yeah, that was, that was our original plan was to call it that. But then we switched mm-hmm. it to Brie and Teach. Um, the new season of The Bachelorette is going on. We have not watched a single episode. Claire. Why? Why have we not watched it when social media actually seems to be really into the season? I don't know. I honestly, I did watch it once because our schedule sucks. Mm. And like we watch it, we'd always watch it together. And it's on Monday nights at eight, Monday or Tuesday nights. But regardless, it's at eight o'clock. So TJ wouldn't be able to watch it. And like. Not to be like a jerk, but I don't think you would watch it in your spare time anyway. Right? Yeah, I wouldn't. So, like, I'm not going to spend two hours of my time watching it. And I'm not watching it because everyone seems to hate her guts anyway. And, like, I Which know- is good for the show, though. Yeah. Which it- but <laughs> I know she doesn't, like, I know she doesn't stay long. And I, I'm pretty sure someone, from what I'm seeing on social media, and guys, you can clarify this. Does this, this Tasha take her men? Because, like, I know Claire's in love with Dale and, like, basically leaves the show for him. But does I know Tasia? I thought Tasia stepped in and like they did like a new casting of guys. Did she just take Claire's boys? Because that's kind of weird. Weird. I don't know. Like you're on the show for Claire, and then Tasia comes in. Who like I prefer Tasia way. Like they should have just gave Tasia her whole season. Whole season. I think we. Do, it's Tasia, right? I don't. I have no clue. You, I was the first time I'm hearing it. Remember from Remember she was on Colton season. Yeah, I know who she is. I just didn't know that. I can picture the spelling of her name. I want to make sure I'm pronounced like T A I S. H-A? There's no chance that that was even close to correct what Brianna just said. But we're doing a we're doing an Instagram search. I feel like I feel like the reason why we haven't watched it is because we know how it ended, right? Because we know that Claire isn't wasn't going to continue the season. So I don't think we were, we were getting a weird season anyways. Maybe it's better like that. Maybe it's better that it's a super weird season. But um, Brianna, you can't even come close to spelling her name. Maybe correctly. I spelled her name wrong because yeah, it's not coming up um, on Instagram. Obviously, I don't think there's an H in her name. Like I, I would just, I don't think that there would be an H in her name. 
I don't know. Brianna is not. All she's right. not I'm, even I'm close. Pretty sure yeah, you're it's not even Tasia. close. Okay, even if it is or if it isn't, I think it's weird that they would just give her the rest of yeah. the guys. And I still think she deserves better. The reason why we didn't watch the show is because we knew she breaks yeah. the show off. So if you were wondering, if you were out there wondering why we haven't been watching it or why this was like we used to do like a twenty minute segment on the Bachelorette F. That was what we would lead the podcast yeah. with. Um, we're just haven't been well, into it. I think it. I like the Bachelor better. Even we still did the Bachelorette. Like, we started with Hannah season. I know, I know. I'm just saying. I think I prefer the Bachelor better in general because, like, all like all the girls, there's a little more drama. The guys are like boring. Mm. I thought I don't know. I thought you were gonna say you didn't watch it because of you knew how it was gonna end. That, but that that's, too. That's what I went on to say because I know she ends up with this guy Dale, and I thought, like I said, I thought Tasia gets a new group of guys. Then she gets her sloppy seconds. Like, mm. it's just like just it's just not right. That's what I'm getting at. She deserved better. I agree. I think um, – I, I don't know. I think it's interesting for the dynamic of the TV show, but just wasn't – this wasn't the season I was going to sit there and watch. All right. Well, we pretty much went over everything we had for a weekly recap. Yeah. Uh, stay tuned to see how my intestines are. <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned to see who wins the election. Because, yeah, um, this is where you're going to come for the election coverage. <laughs> we are um, – maybe we'll be like B&T News. No. T- TV? <laughs> TV news? That's not, TV is Tom Brady, so we can't do TV. So BT. BT? Eh. Eh. No. I don't know. I don't know about that. Let's uh let's go to the conversation that we wanted to talk about. Okay. Just wide ranging of everything. We did politics, <laughs> a little bit of sports, <laughs> and now we are going into a little bit of corona testing and other testing. And now we're gonna go back into relationship stuff. So um, I put together a list of questions based on what we have kind of been going through. Even though our relationship, I feel like, is great. I don't think it's, it's on the rocks. I don't think I don't think it's bad at all. But it could have easily taken like a left turn and, and went down the drain. If maybe it did, I doubt that. It maybe if you know if things went a little bit differently and we weren't, we're actually really good at communicating with each other. So if we weren't good at communicating with each other, I feel like it could have taken a wrong turn. So uh, let's start with this. Can schedules make people fall out of love? You can't see each other on the weekends. You lose time. You don't see each other. You're not doing the things that you're accustomed to doing together. Can you fall out of love based on someone's schedule? Um, Am I answering first? Yeah, again. Yes and no. Mm. Um, I think if – actually, yes. I think you can. You can want it to work really badly, but it's hard because if the other person doesn't want to put in the same amount of effort that you're doing, or maybe their priorities are different, um, that's definitely possible. Like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use us as an example. So, like, if we we would kind of have to go besides Saturdays, like we have to go out of our way. Like, if we wanted to like see each other or like make an effort to hang out. So if like his priority, like if my priority is our relationship and his priority is like, no, you know, I want to go, I just want to sleep and then I'm going to want to go to work and work is my straight priority. Like that can easily like kind of turn me off because then I'm obviously going to feel like unwanted or maybe like I'm putting way more in, like this is more of like a 75, 25 like relationship. So I think it's definitely possible to fall out of love and which kind of sucks because you may not even plan on that happening. You just kind of get so busy with life that you forget where you should be putting some of your attention. But then in the same breath, if you love that person enough, do you make the effort to do so? I think that's the question. And I think you make a really good point on what you're prioritizing. Like it could just be, okay, my schedule, I'm putting my schedule above everything else. Like I got to go to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. 
my schedule is this. And then if I don't have time to put you in my schedule, maybe am I even like in my own head? Like, why am I I doing this? Why, why am I not prioritizing you? And it makes you think like, do I even, you know, love them? Do Mm -hmm. I want to be with them? Is this fair to them? Like, is it fair that I'm not giving the attention, the effort that's needed for a successful relationship? And I think, you know, especially it could be like something like distance. Mm -hmm. So like, say someone, you know, you live 45 minutes to an hour and a half away. Like it's a trip to get there. So now you really have to plan. Yeah. And if you don't, like, you can't just do that spontaneous, like, oh, me and Brianna live around the corner from each other. Boom. We'll go on an hour walk. Right. Mm -hmm. Boom. We'll go, we'll go get food or something real quick. Like that's possible when someone lives further away when it's is that hour trip when it is your you know you go to Rutgers and she goes to Rowan or vice versa like it's tough it makes it way tougher it makes it way more difficult and then that's where the priorities come in like okay I have all these things to do but am I going to make this hour and a half two hour trip to go see them and go spend the night like I don't know I think that's that's a, a really difficult question and I do I would agree with you I do think that the schedules can make someone fall out of love because you could be you could fall in love doing something else yeah but like you don't even like plan it no like you know it's not like oh like i plan to cheat on them and that's why we're breaking up like it just i feel like that's the hardest breakup because you don't really have a reason Hmm. it's just like it's like it's not you it's me which like that sucks no one wants to hear that what's your next question (laughs) i had another question this is relating to not us but um a personal friend uh how long do you wait before dating after coming out of a relationship that was a serious relationship? It was a long-term relationship. It was multiple years. Like what's the pro is there, is there a proper like amount of time? What are you talking about? That's supply to us. If we broke up, then this, we, we dated a while. Oh, a while, a little bit more than a while, but I'm saying we didn't break up. (laughs) Okay. So if we did break up, okay. How long would I wait? I don't think you have that answer. How long you would wait is different than what you expect from someone else. Okay, so what I would expect from somebody else. So what would you expect from me? If you're if you're the ex girlfriend, what do you expect from me? It depends, like who broke up with who. It was mutual. It was. It was. Mutual? It was. Let's go with the. We fell out of love because of the scheduling. Both of us okay. agreed it was better for us to be single and on our own. Boom. How long should you wait? What's the appropriate time? I think you can go out and like, like I think flirting with people like at a bar or like, you know, something like that. That's different than dating. Do you agree? Okay. Like, you know, like it's one yeah, thing okay. like if you like think the girl's pretty at the bar and you buy her a drink and like you Then rather out. than going out, taking them out to dinner. Yeah. I think that's very different. So how long do you think before flirting? Two weeks? Two weeks? Are you I'm, joking? That's that's what most people do out there is two weeks. I'm not saying I agree it with that. It depends. Like if you're hurt and like if you're hurt and you're lonely, like that's different than like what you're explaining. Yeah. So if you got a mutual breakup, I think out of respect, you should wait like at least three months. Three months. Three months to flirt. Three months to flirt. I don't know. It's hard because if you're flirting, it's like probably not like intentional. Like it's probably. What just... happens, so what happens if. Actually, you... no, that's a lie. That's a, a month. lie. A I month say a to month. Flirt. A month to flirt. You break, right. you break up. You, you grieve for a little. You grieve. You have the month and then your friend's like, oh, come on, let's go. Let's go yeah. to the bar. Let's go out here, whatever it may be. I think a month. You go out. Guy, you know, your guy, woman finds you attractive. Yeah. You're speaking at the bar. You you're flirting. Right? Text a little, Snapchat, that's fine. But if I found out that you were going on dates with people and like bringing them to the sushi place we go to, 
Within a month? What's more hurtful, taking them out to dinner at the spot or if you found out that they were Snapchatting them? Taking them out to dinner. In my opinion, I think people would be more hurt over Snapchat than they would going out to dinner. Are you insane? If you were, so then say we hung out. Say me and you saw each other, right? Boom, a notification pops on my phone, Snapchat from... I'd be like, obviously, know. I'd be, of course, I'd be pissed, but I'd be like, who, like, who is she? But then if you and saw, and then you were like, oh, you know, I took her on a date to Masa, which is my favorite fucking sushi place. It doesn't have to be your favorite spot; it could be anywhere. The favorite spot is obviously that's a little bit different. If you just took them somewhere that you don't okay. like, you went to Applebee's. You don't like Applebee's. Okay, so you took her to Applebee's. Well, that's a that's not a date. <laughs> okay, you went anywhere, just any restaurant, Brianna. I don't know. I think people might Were be you a little alone. I would like to know what people say about that. What you'd be more hurt over. You find out that they got like a 25 day snap streak compared to I took her out to dinner one time and that was it. We never went on another date. I took her out to dinner one time. Well, What's, that's hard because if you're like you're talking for 25 days, like obviously you like you like her a little bit. I don't know. Just It was just a question. It was just a question. That's not what I asked. I said flirting you can do sooner. You can't be talking to somebody like. It depends. I don't know. Did you just meet her? Were you guys friends before? If you're friends before, that's fine. But now if you just met her and she's new, then it's different. <laughs> oh, so so <laughs> if, if it was a friend from the past, then it's different. Then it's different. Because I'm like, okay, like you guys already know each other. Like, you know, mm. you had a relationship prior. Mm. But if she's brand spanking new and you found her at MJ's. I don't think that you could possibly put in like an actual timestamp on it. No, you could flirt with a month. And if you're dating somebody within a month. What happens if you're coming out of the relationship and it's you've been in it for three years and it was mutual, but at the end it was a little toxic. And then two months down the road, you find someone you have great synergy with. Boom, you connect. It's awesome. Why can't you just go right into it? I mean, you can. Is that but is that correct? Is that more? It depends. Do you want to hurt the person? Like, do you want to hurt me? Why are you hurt? You're not my girlfriend anymore. It's been two months. Because. Because what? It's only been eight weeks. True. I'm not, I'm just playing devil's advocate. That's all. I just think I just pers- my personal answer would be I think it's impossible to just timestamp it and be like okay six months then you could start dating again three weeks then you could start flirting again like you can't it's not like a, a okay, benchmark. I'm not saying you can benchmark. You're it. just giving an estimation. An estimation a month to flirt four weeks you know you had a few weeks to be sad had a few weeks to talk to them at those like last few times to make sure you guys were good. Okay. But like you can't be taking somebody on a date eight weeks later if we were dating for eight years. Mm. Mm. That's all you have to say? Mm. My next it leads me to my next question. What? Is it possible to just be friends with that person? So let's say with that, let's say with that, say you see, you know, you guys, the schedules didn't work, fell out of love. It's been three and a half months. You haven't, you've talked here and there. You haven't seen each other. You go out, you see each other. You're at a mutual place, mutual friends. If you've been in a multi-year relationship, you most likely have mutual friends. friends. Most likely have mutual friends. You go out to the same place. Then what? Like, is it okay for you in front of your ex? Is it then okay for you to be talking to other girls and flirting in front of her? I don't think so. I think that's kind that's, of disrespectful. Yeah, that's a little that's a little fucked up. So is it okay? Like, you don't have to flirt with that person when they're right there. Is it possible for those people to just be friends? I guess it really depends on your relationship. Like, we we would, I probably wouldn't be your friend. No, we wouldn't be friends. Like, which is hard though because like we have the same like we're a similar friend group. Yeah, we just wouldn't be. 
me and you, we just wouldn't be able to do that. The people, the people that we are, we wouldn't be able to do that. Our egos are too big for us to do that. So I guess if you have a small, <laughs> if you, I guess if you have a small ego, you could do that. Or if you're just more mature than us. Yeah, yeah, we are not mature enough to do that. To just sit there and be friends. Um, anything, <laughs> anything else on on this? Those are the few questions that I had that I had written down. I just think coming out of my last like closing thoughts, coming out of the multi year relationship, coming out of the long term relationship. And kind of just like mutually, this isn't like someone cheated or it was toxic, abusive, nothing like that. Just like a mutual breakup where, hey, we're just going to go our separate ways. Honestly, I think the mutual breakups when you go the separate ways, if you're watching on YouTube, they're always going to come back around. That's still just the way I, per- Ooh, we I honestly feel. We technically had a mutual breakup. Remember like two years ago when we took a break? Yeah, I guess. Uh, eh, I guess that was mutual. It was never as serious as the scenario I'm describing. No, 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 not at all. But I'm just saying like what you're saying, like we weren't really like, like we didn't talk every day. Like we were best friends, but then again, it was like, and then when you got drunk, you called me not for those reasons, just to speak, just to speak. (laughs) You called me just to speak. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I, I just think, I just think it always, the mutual breakups, in my opinion, mutual breakup it's going to end right back together. Yeah. Just a personal feel, just the hunch out there. If you went through a mutual breakup and you're still thinking about your girl or your mans. Hit them up. I think it comes back together. You guys are meant to be. Let's do the best thing that we saw on the internet this week before I get out of here. You go first. All right. Best thing I saw on the internet this week. Obviously, as you guys know, school for kids, little kids, I'm speaking elementary, middle school, high school, much different than it has been in years past for obvious reasons. I saw a superintendent on, you know, screenshot on Twitter, um, basically sent out a message to their staff and to, you know, all the kids in the district, basically saying, we're still going to do snow days for this winter. The superintendent basically said that snow days are just like essential for, you know, family bonding, stress relieving, and just making memories. Like a lot of your your best memories as a little kid are school was canceled. I'm going to play Xbox with my friends all day. We're going to have fun or school was canceled. We're going to go outside and have a snowball fight or go sledding or, you know, my parents aren't going to work and now we're all going to bake cookies. Yeah, we're going to bake cookies and have hot cocoa, like just all these things. And I think that was like a really innovative and really forward thinking by that, by that superintendent. And I think most schools should adopt that. I'd be really interested to see if schools in our district in, in New Jersey will adopt that as well. Because they're obviously in New Jersey, we get snow. There's going to be opportunities for snow days. I don't think you should be virtually learning every single day. I think I agree, I agree with that superintendent saying that the snow days are very necessary for like all break. of those. Yeah, for all of those things. And I think that would be. I think that's a really cool idea. Really good job by that person. And that was like I saw that. I told you about it, and I was like, I definitely want to talk about that. Yeah, um, my favorite thing that I saw on the internet was actually on Facebook. So it was like one of those like long not necessarily sad stories, but like a feel good story. So um, these parents put a sign on their front lawn that said like, sorry, no candy this year. We have a child with cancer, but like your costumes are so cool. Have a happy Halloween. And so all the kids in the neighborhood, when they would pass the house, they would take candy out of their basket or pillowcase and like put it on their doorstep and leave. Cause they were like, getting candy for the kid that was sick and couldn't go trick-or-treating because it was too risky for him this year. So I thought that was really sweet. And, like, it was nice that those parents raised their kids right to go out of their way to do something nice for someone that is going through a much harder time than they may have been. Yeah. 
That is very right? nice. That's very that's very feel good. It's a it's a good like, feel good story. And like imagine as a parent, like how bad you have to like feel to explain to your kid, like sorry, you're too sick to go trick or to go do what you yeah. love to do. Like you're a little kid, so it's nice that like little little kids went out of their way to like make his Halloween more special. That is that's a really good way to end the podcast. Like that's that. two good two feel good things to end the podcast. You know, 2020 has been a weird year, crappy year. The fact that people are still you know doing con gestures and thinking of things like that and putting others before themselves. It's good. Solid. Very solid. I agree. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. So much for watching TJ. Tell them what to do. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening to us on. Yeah. So thank you guys again. And we will promise we'll try extra hard to do it again. (laughs) So you can see us and listen to us next week. We'll catch you guys. Peace.